from WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University in DeKalb. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. Sessions from Studio A is a showcase for the best original music from this region and beyond, and it's recorded in WNIJ's own Studio A. Tonight, we feature the band Iverson. They're a five-piece synth-pop group based in Chicago. They've been busy this year. They've had two releases, EP Pink and EP Blue. We'll hear them play songs from those EPs in a performance here in Studio A. We'll also talk with the band about their changing philosophies toward writing music and some of the stories behind their songs. It's wall-to-wall synthesizers with Iverson this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Stay tuned. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and we are featuring the Chicago five-piece synth-pop group Iverson. They've had a couple of EP releases out this year, EP Pink and EP Blue, and we'll talk about those, and we'll also hear songs from those EPs this hour. We'll talk with the band in just a minute. Of course, we'll start things off with some music. This first one we're going to hear is dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. It stands for green paper. This is Iverson here on Sessions from Studio A. Thank you. 
That's Iverson performing Green Paper, or just dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Iverson is in the studios with me. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves to our audience? I'm Alec Watson. I play synthesizers in the band Iverson. Hi, I'm Gene Knifik. I play synthesizers in the band Iverson. Hi, I'm Charles Iverson. I also play synthesizers in the band Iverson, and I sing uh, songs in the band Iverson. My name is Luke Parcell. I play bass in the band Iverson. My name is Ethan Parcell. I play drum set in the band Iverson. <laughs> okay, good job, guys. Very well done. Uh, how long have you guys been playing together as a group? Uh, we've been playing together as a band for roughly two years, uh, but the project has existed for about four. And how did you start playing together in the first place? We've all, we've in various configurations, known each other for a long time. Um, Lucas and I are brothers, so we've known each other since I was born. Uh, Alec and I have been boyhood friends. We grew up together in the same hometown. Uh, we all knew Charles like in high school days, and then like Gene and Charles had a uh, teenage connection. Yeah, me, me and Gene uh, met at jazz camp, uh, Birch Creek Jazz Camp, which is a lovely place. Uh, we met there in 2008 when we were both like 16, 17, and then that was like a two-week thing, and then so after that, like neither of us talked to each other for probably friggin' what, like eight years? Yeah. And then I just hit him up on Facebook, and I was like, what's up, how are you doing? And he's like, I live in Chicago, and I was like, I just moved back to Chicago. And then I was like, join my band, and then he did it. So, but yeah, I mean, I, all of us have, have technically known each other collectively for like about 10 years or so. And Alec, who plays synthesizer in the band Iverson, also played synthesizer in a different band uh, when both of us are in high school. We played in that band together. So many deep roots there. Okay, so you guys have played together before in some different configurations. So what's this particular project all about? Iverson, what is this all about? Uh, that is a long and mystical story, but the short version is um, I had been playing a lot of guitar and doing some production stuff for uh, a folk artist named Charles Kane. And I was living in Nashville at the time. And then I kind of got burnt out from doing that. And then through all sorts of other uh, ridiculous circumstances, I ended up kind of revamping my whole friggin' worldview and um, how I approach music and life and existing and that's kind of how Iverson was born. It was born out of just kind of getting very tired of uh, making music that was angsty and boring and self-indulgent and I don't like uh, guitars anymore. <laughs> so I said I want to start a band where there's no guitars and that's that's pretty much it. Alright, so if this music that you're playing now is not angsty, how would you describe it if it's not angsty guitar music? I like to think that all of the songs that uh, we write and play are essentially love songs for the human race. Uh, that's kind of what I always think about when I sit down to write a song, mostly the lyrics, and it, it shows in the lyrics. If you sit down and listen to them and pick apart what they are, that's like all of them are just about... Uh, trying to pump up the entire human race just because the world is a very, you know, it's just being destroyed in every possible way. But there's no reason to just, you know, lay down and cry about it, even though that's, you know, sometimes you got to do that, but for a certain amount of time. And then you really just have to get up and go, you know, well, I'm still here and I'm still alive and we're all still alive and we're all doing the same thing. And none of us have any idea what we're doing anyway. So we might as well just keep going. So that's kind of what I feel this music is trying to convey is um, despite fear being such a powerful force in the world that there's also, you know, the opposite of that, which I guess you could call it love, but I don't know, because that word got kind of muddied by, you know, the, the John Lennons of the world. But um, <laughs> but I'd, I'd say... How many John Lennons are there? There's a couple. There's a couple. 
<laughs> but anyway, I'd, I'd say I'd say that's that's what this is. It's it's not angst music. It's uh, it's love music and it's excitement music and it's uh, magic music and that's those are the things we like. We like love and beauty and magic. At least I do. All right. Well, let's talk about that song that we just heard you play, Green Paper. Tell us about that one. I we've never talked about this and yeah. or analyzed the lyrics, right. like outside of you writing them and then singing totally. them and then we play it. But uh, I think going back to like what are you writing songs about and mm-hmm. generally speaking, uh, the entire population of the world and loving everyone and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I, to my ears, what I get from this song is that it's like a a general social commentary on kind of being enslaved to the dollar. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, either the chorus, to my ears, sounds either like uh, facetiously, like now you have all the money and you're going to find your happy place and everything will be okay, or like you've let go of the expectation of, of money changing your life and now you're actually okay. Yes, and that is, uh, that's very good. We've never talked about that, but that is exactly uh, that is exactly the message of the song. You just nailed it. All right. Well, let's hear another one. Uh, the next one on your set list here is Chosen Ones. You want to tell us about this song before we hear it? Chosen Ones, um, it, it again falls in line with that general message of, you know, I'm, I'm like writing love songs for the human race is basically the whole, that's the whole thing. Um, and that's usually what I fall into. And it's intentionally been the theme throughout because I want there to be a cohesiveness to the message. Um, and And that plays into just basically this entire this entire band like everything we're about I want it to be very visible through everything that we do but not in a preachy way and not in a way where we're making that um, the forefront I basically I want to make music that people can get excited about and people can enjoy and that people can dance to and that people can cry to and that people can make the sex to and that people can do whatever they want to Um, over the line No but, swears. Yes, but the whole uh, the whole purpose behind all of that still is, is kind of what we're shooting for. We want basically to uh, sneak a nice, you know, important humanistic message into everybody's uh, pudding, like you would with a with a child when you're trying to sneak medicine into a kid. All right. Well, let's hear the song. This is Iverson with Chosen Ones here on Sessions from Studio A. Cause we know everything's gonna be alright as 
Iverson performing Chosen Ones here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. You can see behind-the-scenes video of Iverson's performance in Studio A at our website. That's WNIJ.org. There's much more music to come this hour when our session with Iverson continues right here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We're featuring the synth-pop quintet Iverson from Chicago, and we've been hearing them perform a couple of songs. They released two EPs this year, EP Pink and EP Blue, and we'll hear some more songs from those coming up in just a moment. Next one on your set list here, guys, is Sleeping Through the Years. Tell us about this one. Uh, so this, this song actually was written almost four years ago uh, because I started a lot of these songs... Um, most of the ones we played were newer, newer songs, but a, a good handful of our, our catalog right now, at least, was stuff that I had started writing about four years ago, just on my own as demos, and they've existed for a while, and they've kind of, some of them have changed, and I've, you know, swapped some stuff around, but Sleeping Through the Years is one that has existed since, like, mid-2013, um, and we didn't really start playing it until recently, um, but this one is is probably the most personal as far as the lyrics are concerned. I think this is one of the only songs that we play where I actually address my own internal environment in any way. Because otherwise I'm always using pronouns like we, us, they, them. Uh, and in this one, I use you know personal pronouns like I and me and myself. And uh, that's definitely different and it's definitely more part of kind of the world I lived in at one point but yeah this one is is kind of about my whole um, adventure through uh, like intense depression and anxiety uh, and I think it's yeah it's probably the only song where I even delve into that at all um, not because it doesn't have a place but it's not really the focus but this one kind of does, but it also kind of turns it on its head because in the chorus, it basically the message is that, you know, even, you know, despite any any sadness or any, you know, suffering, as painful as it is, the earth doesn't care about that. Um, it just doesn't. The universe just doesn't care. And anybody who feels like it does is just straight up wrong. But that's a very comforting thing to me to realize is that, well, it, it you know, the universe is going to keep existing without us. And that's kind of a theme that does play out in a lot of our songs is that we should, you know, love the universe, but it doesn't care about us. So you just kiss it on the lips a little bit. So that's that one. <laughs> all right, now we're all intrigued. Let's hear it. This is Iverson performing Sleeping Through the Years here on Sessions from Studio A.
That's Iverson performing Sleeping Through the Years here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, and we're talking with Iverson. Uh, You know, I've been thinking, Charles, as you've been kind of talking about your musical mission and uh, some of the the inspiration behind some of these songs it's a pretty heavy mission you're on um uh, the rest of the band uh, you guys what what do you feel about uh being on this mission i'm on board um <laughs> charles alluded to the band that we played together in high school and uh our mutual friend charles kane so this is charles iverson sitting next to me we're talking about charles kane and uh and I feel like I went along with a, a similar switch with you when you went from kind of personally focused music to outwardly focused music when Charles Kane went missing. And uh, that, was, that was really weird. So he was just a high school friend who um, grew up in the suburbs of Chicago and we, played, we all played in a band together called Bugs' Trees. And uh, so we were making this certain type of music having a great time, being in high school, and Charles literally just went missing. And uh, that was, like, probably the first, like, brush with strange tragedy that I had. And, because, uh, like, like, all my grandparents are still alive, and, like, my parents are together, and my life is, like, pretty good. But Charles was, like, a really good friend, and we shared this, like, deep musical connection. And so, like, I think I similarly went into this, like, I'm sorry, uh, went into this, like, uh, this hole of kind of self-deprecating music. Um, but this project has been a big part for me of, like, getting out of that and getting back into, like, just being outwardly focused. And uh, I also think Charles Kane would appreciate that if you were here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think so, too. And that was the thing. It was kind of our whole circle of friends at that time. Uh, and... With all of that, it, it, at least for my life, and it kind of, you know, it, it bled into our circle of musicians and all that. Uh, it was a lot of that. It was, you know, a lot of, for me, I know at least, I'm speaking for myself, was teen angst and just general growing up in the suburbs and just the, you know, desolation that kind of exists out here. Uh, but I think that was a big thing for me. It was kind of just part of maturing, was kind of realizing that uh, my life you know specifically is very great uh but even if it wasn't regardless of circumstances i'm I'm still um very much in love with being alive and and doing all of that and not just the idea of like oh i like to wake up and go about my business but more so in, in a truly humanistic sense and in more of a spiritual sense um of the word alive like really what that actually means and a huge part of that is literally every other being on earth and so that's kind of where it all tied in it was basically i was replacing depression and angst with the exact opposite and kind of applying getting out of myself and more connecting or at least attempting to connect to everyone outside of me all right well let's hear another song the next one here on your set list is metropolis this one's kind of uh, dystopian uh tell us about this one who wants to talk about metropolis i'll talk about metropolis uh metropolis is fun to play on the drum set uh, I discovered something when we started performing this song live, which is that there's no moment of playing in this band that isn't uh, like extroversion and catharsis, you know? And there's there's very few songs, I'll speak just for myself first, where I, I stop, <laughs> where I stop playing for a second. And um, it was probably like the second time that we performed this song and uh, I got to a point where I stopped and... Uh, and then I was having this great feeling like, oh, the catharsis isn't stopping, though. <laughs> and uh, this got to be a special song because it, it, like you said, it's it kind of feels like the dark dystopian one. But then it has these these glory moments. It feels like you're getting tossed in cold water or something like that. And uh, usually for myself, this is usually when I, I find I find my. Uh, my throat getting raw because I'm I'm yelling <laughs> as it's happening because I, I want I want the catharsis every time now. Um, that's all I know about it. I know how to play the drums loud, 
and I know how to play the drums fast. I know how to play in the rhythm section with my brother Lucas on the song Metropolis. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, this is Iverson performing Metropolis here on Sessions from Studio A. Iverson performing Metropolis here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. You can see behind-the-scenes video of Iverson's performance in Studio A at our website. That's at WNIJ.org. And stick around, because there's more music coming up as our session with Iverson continues, right here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and we've been featuring Iverson. They've been performing some songs off their two new EP releases that came out this year. And we've got a little more music to get to this hour. The next one you guys are going to do is called Fate. Tell us about this one. Fate is a really great example of uh, Charles' amazing uh, ballad writing. And um, you heard uh, two ballads um, that we recorded, but um, uh, Charles pumps out these like incredibly uh, lush pieces that go in so many different directions. Uh uh, harmonically, timbrely, etc. Um, and so, um, the the fun thing about this one specifically is Charles recorded it one time and came up with the vocals, and and then he completely forgot how to play it. One hundred percent has no idea what any of the chords are in the yeah. song. So thank <laughs> thank God he like you know. But tracked it really quick. Um, yeah, that's I truly, how I learned I, it. <laughs> I, re- I did. I, I wrote the song uh, 
in a in roughly an hour and then I recorded it just one take one time through and then that's it and I went to bed and then I never played it again for like probably a couple weeks and then they're like oh we should play this and so they just had to learn it but yeah I don't know how to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to sing it I just I don't remember what it I don't remember writing it and I don't remember uh, anything about it other than that I just know how to sing it Iverson performing Fate here on Sessions from Studio A. We're going to close out the show with a medley here. This is Iverson performing Eternal Light into the song Tell Me. This is Sessions from Studio A.
Fritz Iverson performing Eternal Light and Tell Me here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. You can find a link to the music of Iverson as well as some behind-the-scenes videos of their performance at our website, WNIJ.org. Keep up with what's going on in Studio A by following us on Instagram at SessionsWNIJ. And you can always send your submissions or suggestions of artists to feature to sessions at NIU.edu. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. Thanks for listening.